Welcome to the last 8% morning. This is JP Palu Fry. It is so great to be with you today. In this episode, it is so hard to see the images on cable news and social media about what is happening in Ukraine. I think many of us are feeling overwhelmed, saddened, and outright angry by the senseless destruction and bloodshed that we are witnessing. In today's podcast, I talk about how we can form a response to something that feels out of our control so we could try to have an impact. Let's walk. Out walking, enjoying this beautiful day, moving as we are able. Feeling our feet on the ground, our belly rising and falling. feeling grateful that we can walk in peace. And start by taking a few breaths as a way to settle into awareness of the body. Let the breath come into its own natural rhythm. and simply be aware of the breath at the belly as it rises and falls. Remember mindfulness, which is paying attention on purpose, non-judgmentally, is not a breathing exercise. It's an exercise in awareness. We use the breath as a vehicle for being aware so that we can see this changing phenomena in front of us. Feeling the breath, feeling our body, such as our feet on the ground, noticing if our mind wanders, and coming back, noticing any sensations in the body, Pressure, tightness, tingling, vibration, warm, cold, whatever is predominant. And then simply coming back to belly rising and falling or feet on the ground. And we're just noticing how it changes so that we can be more in tune with reality 
being aware of a thought or image that comes into the mind that can carry our mind away, how we can get momentarily lost in thought. And at a certain point, we might become aware we are thinking and we can just make a soft mental note, thinking, thinking, and notice what happens to that thought at the moment of awareness. And so right now, just feel your belly rise and fall and feel your legs. Feel your belly rise and fall and feel your torso. Feel your belly rise and fall and feel your hands. Feel your belly rise and fall and feel your head and neck. Feel your belly rise and fall and feel your eyes. And just feel your body from head to toe and any physical sensations present. And we just bring a non-judgmental acceptance of whatever is, being aware, being mindful, without trying to push anything away. And moving into our idea of the day. This feels like a more somber podcast episode because it is hard not to see these images of bombs going off in Ukraine and Russian convoys looking to get into the country all because of a seemingly you know one man who has visions of past empires it's hard to take it's hard to see defenseless women and children in makeshift bomb shelters that harken back to another age. If it's causing you to feel overwhelmed with emotion, saddened or angry, just know you're not alone. I think a lot of people are seeing this in a different way because of social media and cable news. Not that those are new, but an invasion in Europe feels different. And it's not to say there hasn't been conflict in other parts of the world. I can tell you that it breaks my heart personally to see how it's affecting my parents, children of parents who came to Canada from Ukraine in the early 20th century, moved to the Midwest and farmed. And we have distant relatives in the country who we're not in contact with, but it does bring it home that it could be my generation who's being asked to learn how to shoot a gun for the first time and go out and face armored tanks as they roll toward our homes. It's pretty upsetting. And so a couple of things that I think it's important to know, it's in moments like this when we are facing a crisis that it's critical for us to think about 
what can we do to form a response? Why? Well, three very good reasons, many more, I'm sure. But because we have an influence, more of an influence over events than we assume. That's number one. And I'll talk about each of these. Number two, because we have an influence on the people around us. And number three, because our response can have an impact on us. Because we can get worn down. And so it matters how we respond. There's a lot at stake. So let's think about we have an influence over events. And you're probably feeling a bit helpless. I certainly am. And while that's true, one of the things that I might suggest is that it matters if we call our representative at the national level and let them know that it matters to you that you support Ukraine in any way that you can. And I know it's hard to see the connection, but just remember that because of pressure from the public through officials, especially in Europe, you know, certainly the U.S., but this pressure has already meant that the economic sanctions like removing Russia from the SWIFT system of financial messaging has been implemented and it is meaningful. It is having an impact on Russia and that's because there were enough voices on social media but also letting your representative know, hey, this matters. And so I would say reach out, send an email, send a note, call and say it matters to you. I think another relatively easy step to take is to donate money. And most large international aid organizations, including UNICEF, UN Refugee Agency, International Committee of the Red Cross, Doctors Without Borders, these are all organizations that are in Ukraine right now, and they are doing their best in any kind of resources can be helpful. Martin Luther King Jr. said, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And so I think it matters that we do our part, even though it feels small. But if everybody did a little bit, I wonder if that could help make a difference. I believe it can. So number one, we can have more of an influence over events than we sometimes think. Number two, do not underestimate the influence you have on others around you. Emotions are infectious. You put three people into a room, which they did at Harvard Medical Business School, a joint study, the person most emotionally most emotional or emotionally labile, whether negatively or positively, will infect the other two people within 30 seconds, whether they say a word or not. So we are in our position influential over people, the young people in our life, our partners, the people we work with, and they look to us whether we're in a formal leadership position or not, but especially if we're in a formal leadership position, 
They're looking to us. They're reading us. Are things going to be okay? And I think especially for the young people, I think it's important that we do talk about what can we do to put pressure on our governments and, and step up, but also that we can be that calm person in the boat. Because it can feel like World War III is starting again. There's a lot on social media. It can be alarming. So number two, don't underestimate the influence we can have on others. And number three, these events can have an impact on us. They can wear us down. It matters how we respond. And if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed by these events, I totally get it. So what can we do? Well, I mean, this whole podcast is meant to give us tools. And one of the big things is to move. We know that mood follows movement. Let me say that again. Mood follows movement. You know that. That's part of the whole design of this podcast. That's why you should be walking right now and not sitting in your kitchen or at your in your car. Because we know it affects us. And in a positive way, it's probably the most important thing you can do is move when you're feeling anxious. There's many ways you can move, but certainly just even moderate walking for 15 or 20 minutes. We know if you go to some of the early podcast episodes, it affects our whole, our brain. It affects our resilience. So go back if you want to listen to that podcast. That can be helpful. Number two, so move, but number two, do mindfulness, right? And see how our thoughts and emotions and physical sensations can come and go all on their own. And when we can see that, as you know, we cling a little less. We don't get as attached. It helps us deal with this uncertainty, with this anxiety we're experiencing. And I might suggest that you actually go to those two series in the podcast Uh, In previous podcast episodes, I've done a whole series on anxiety. I've done a whole series on dealing with uncertainty. And there's some crossover between the two, but I think those are two really great series for us to learn how to better respond when things feel out of our control. Because at the end of the day, we are facing what we're facing. And we might not be able to control that, but we can't control our response. And we can use what's going on as a way to transform ourselves to get better at dealing with these kind of situations because they're not going to go away. At work, at home, we will face disruption and challenge and change. And so the better, you know, in some ways this crisis, what it's saying to me is, these skills are more important than ever. And we can use these these situations to get better at our response. And you will have people who are struggling. Feel free to share this and other episodes with them. And finally, part of this is also, you know, talking to someone who has expertise can be helpful if you are feeling especially challenged. So, you know, if you have a therapist or a coach, go out and find someone. That that can be really useful. Remember, Muji said, Feelings are just visitors. Let them come and go. 
So let's see if we can be like water as we adapt to what's going on. But let's have strength to still do something about it. Wonderful. So just feel your body as you're walking. Feel your feet on the ground. Stand tall. Look around. Feel grateful for being able to move freely. Have real gratitude. Real gratitude for how fortunate we are to not be in a subway bomb shelter or worried about bombs and other things. We are so fortunate. And now let's move to our three by three. So just feel three mindful breaths right down into the toes, calming this body. Now move to gratitude. Think about three things that you can feel grateful for. I'm grateful for the courage shown by Ukrainians who have stepped up and said, no, we're, you're going to have to meet our face, not our back. I am grateful for my grandparents who came over that has given me such a great life and my kids such a great life. And I'm grateful to you for stepping up and doing some of these things that can push or move the needle and maybe influence what's going on. And finally, what three things do you want to get done today? You know, what can we control? What progress can we make? That can help us feel a bit better, and then we can form a better response because of that as well. So what three big rocks do you want to focus on today? Fantastic. As we're now moving into the rest of our day, let's take this focus and momentum and compassion and a reminder that we can form our response no matter what we're facing into the day. And I want to finish with a Mahatma Gandhi quote. He said, in a gentle way, you can shake the world. In a gentle way, you can shake the world. Have a wonderful day.